Welcome to Tech London, a show featuring interviews with London's top creative entrepreneurs, startups, investors, design agencies, internet marketers, and freelancers that make up the Tech London online community, which mostly lives on the Slack instant messaging platform. We rotate through both hosts and guests for these interviews, so you have the chance to hear from multiple perspectives on London's tech scene. Hello, everybody. My name is Adrian DeLeon, and I'm here for one of the episodes of Tech London Podcast. So I'm doing an introduction and an interview to one of the founders of the Metaverse. If you'd like to introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. Um, I, so my name is Ed. Um, I just wanted to correct you a little bit. So, it's, so the, the business is called New Meta, and mm-hmm. we get a lot of it when people coming in and say, oh, well, does it have anything to do with the, with the Metaverse? You know, mm-hmm. you have, what do you guys do? Um, mm-hmm. I think I can't count how many times I've had that conversation before, mm-hmm. but um, just to make it clear, the, the the concept of new meta or the word new meta comes from a completely different place mm-hmm. than what's on everybody's mind. In gaming, um, whenever there's a new game coming out, yes, um, well, not not a new game. Uh, whenever in online competitive games, most like League yes. of Legends, Counter Strike, Apex, etc. Mm-hmm. Whenever there's a new patch coming out. <clears throat> There's always some change that everyone picks up and runs with because that's the best thing to do now. Yes. That makes sense. You know, if it's a shooting game, there's a new gun that everyone wants to use. Yeah, if there's, yeah exactly. Cool. If there's a hero-based game, then it's about the new hero that comes out. Mm-hmm. So that's called new meta. That's like new meta that everyone does. It's very, it's a very kind of, um, so I guess it's a bit of an inside joke in the mm-hmm. gaming industry. But I, I tend to explain it so many times. But now that if you're a gamer, you'll kind of get it. No, absolutely. I understand yeah. it completely. Yeah. So like as you said, like League of Legends, I think everybody knows what that game is. Yeah. Um, new metas, like, you know, when there's a patch, there's like buffs and debuffs. Exactly, exactly. What is exactly, the yeah. best viable character to play exactly. in this position, like support or yeah. even in a yeah. So, so it came to us when we were, when we were launching. Mm-hmm. We, it came to us that, hey, what are we trying to position ourselves in? Mm-hmm. And what we want to be is the best new thing to do if you're a gamer. Mm-hmm. That's to us was the new meta in the real world yes. is to come to new meta. So that's kind of a bit of a gag. Yeah, amazing. Oh, I think you explained the new meta already in the beginning. Yeah. Amazing. All right. So one of the other questions as well is like, why this location? So this is in Islington Square. Islington Square. Square. Yes. Yeah. Just bef- just between. Um, literally halfway between Angel and Hyper and Islington. Mm-hmm. So there's a few factors to it. Uh, factor number one is it's got a really good deal. Yeah, uh, managed to negotiate a pretty good deal. We uh, we started working towards opening a spot. Uh, basically, six months of what you'll call COVID. Mm-hmm. So we were just coming out of the latest lockdown. Uh, it was still kind of uncertain. I closely and I kind of had a, hint, a hunch that this is going to be the last lockdown. Mm-hmm. So we started negotiating around that time um, and people like landlords and uh, retailers were still very on the edge about renting stuff. So we kind of found this place which was perfect for us in terms of it being not completely um, what like not complete shell conditions so in terms of, you know, those like air conditioning, ventilation, painted walls things like that so everything was here we just kind of kind of almost had to just move in and start okay um and just generally i got a pretty good deal um i think i also i like being in new places because i tend to kind of see the potential over which sometimes gets me in trouble but you know i think in this case 
it was a good decision because mm-hmm. it's a new place, undiscovered. Uh, there's a lot of potential growth to grow here. Uh, it could be a bit of a landmark in the area as well because you know I think it's been kind of missed a new central location for a while. Yes. So we're hoping we're hoping it's it's going to go. But from the other perspective, I don't um, I don't necessarily think our business model requires huge football or huge exposure to you know big crowds of people okay. it's we think of ourselves of ourselves as a destination because ultimately the way we see the business value is in something to do for gamers mm-hmm. that is not drinking and eating yes. you know that's while they can drink and eat here mm-hmm. we want to focus on gaming so it was really important for us to not have a huge footfall but rather a place that that people can come in and feel comfortable with. That was always a priority. Footfall and all the other things were just not there as a priority to start with. Um, and I think we made the right decision because people travel here many, many hours. You know, they come from all types of places and stuff like that. Um, and I'd say the third reason is just as far as North London goes, there's nothing like that. Uh, so we are definitely first comer in terms of doing what we're doing here. There are some alternatives in other areas. Um, and while... I believe that we have something unique that we're offering, so we could compete potentially with those guys in other areas. At least here, um, we don't have to worry about competition straight away. Yeah, you have your own competition in itself. Yeah, yeah. So, so as far as I, I think of, I think of London as basically a kind of a, a, a round shape with four quarters. Okay. You know, you have north, mm-hmm. north, kind of north, um, east, northwest, yes, west kind of thing. So. As far as northeast goes, we just want to be able to from all of northwest, all, all north, north, of northeast. So is that local kind of thing? Yeah, a bit of a local feel, but also you know, in London you can't really be local yeah, because it's just so big. Yeah, um, and and the and and, and the and the you know, transport transporting is so good. Mm-hmm. Then ultimately, people kind of move, move around too much, so you can't be local. You can't be like, okay, I'm just we're just, we're just here, and then everyone in the radius of one mile our customer no it has to be much bigger yeah of course yeah so it's like the same concept almost as where because I, i'm quite close here i'm literally in hybrid myself and if i was to go come here with my friends play some games right next to each other instead of online our option was to go all the way to stratford uh, as you probably know like side quests and so on and so forth mm. but that is it doesn't really interest on doing so because of the travel itself. Yeah, of but course. Having of course. it to be local, like here, exactly. is actually perfect. Exactly. We, we, all of our friends are really close to here, and it's much more we're more familiar with this. Area. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, precisely. That's exactly what. Yeah. And the location it. in itself is actually quite nice, actually. Like, even though I got a little lost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. you know, like it's it's a very nice location. It looks, it seems safe and all. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. my next question, but you're almost like kind of answer those by like you know who are you appealing to like your audience and all so, uh, so, so i think uh, there's three as i started talking about i'll probably come up with a fourth one but mm-hmm. as of right now the the key three uh store profiles that i've seen is there are people that come to play at new meta um uh, because it's just their own alternative right they're a gamer mm-hmm. but they may have, they may have moved to london recently or can't afford a PC or they don't have enough space at home to play the PC. You know, many, many different reasons. But as a PC gamer, you know that playing on console just doesn't cut it for most people. Yeah. So they'll always look to play on PCs because it's, it's I personally believe it's just a different, different type of gaming. Mm-hmm. That's where it becomes like a serious hobby. So um, there's this, there's this crowd, you know, just simply students, uh, professionals, uh, teenagers, 
don't have a PC, want to play on a PC, perfect place to come. The other customer profile that I personally believe in, because that's the customer profile that I am personally, is you know a working professional with reasonable amount of disposable income, where I just want grab my friends mm-hmm. who I play with anyways at home, go to a place where we can have a day out yeah. while doing our favorite thing. Ah, uh, yes. Have some beers, have some food, mm-hmm. relax, play some games, mm-hmm. go outside, have some food, come back, play again. That's kind of the vibe that I would... It could be you with a friend, you with a couple of friends, you with your girlfriend or boyfriend, doesn't yeah. matter, right? That's that's the kind of... It's just, it's just a fantastic alternative to... Playing at home effectively, right? Because yeah. playing at home is inherently not social. Even if you do it over Discord, yeah. I don't believe you get the same level of connection with other people. Absolutely. But when you play with someone in the same room, yeah. you get that camaraderie, you get that you know chance to speak in between games. You're spending time together. It's really like it's really like I mean, I feel like people think that playing online while you, while talking over online chat mm-hmm. displaces the need for for being in the same room and i don't think it does because it's it's a totally different feeling it's a dot like i mean it's why people go to restaurants when you can eat at home like yeah. it's not necessarily that i mean i've been to restaurants where i've had a ton of fun where food was worse than the one i had at home yeah. but, you know i'd still go there again because it's the company it's the, isn't it? it's the company, the company. exactly so mm. i think uh, now I'd say we're a bit of a healthier option than just going to a pub or a bar as well. Mm. Exactly, right? Because too much stuff you can do in London that's not yeah, drinking yeah. or eating. Yeah. It's like they yeah. it's like that's the norm and uh yeah, exactly. like people exactly. go to yeah. going to bars and clubs, but no, there's other things such as this. Exactly. You know, like I, I myself I'm a gamer. <laughs> I'd prefer to have a gathering more than a party like I had recently for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. And we enjoyed playing Nintendo Switch, you know, and we had drinks in there, but again, it was better that I had my friends in person or physical exactly. presence. Exactly. Them, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'd rather that instead of like, you know, if I were to play Nintendo Switch by myself <laughs> and then I play them with online, yes, we may be taking shots online, but it's not the same concept. Yeah. It's like, I would say you're doing the same thing here, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, exactly. you wanted to bring your friends here, like online, it's meant to bring us together, but this is actually kind of drives us further apart almost exactly, it yeah. just it makes it more convenient as when we're not around we're able to meet up online yeah but no i totally yeah. agree yeah and did you have a third profile you were saying third profile i have a bit of a weird relationship with because it's people who are interested in gaming mm-hmm. but they they you know would not so imagine you know a person that um maybe came when they was they were younger yes or somebody who's a bit older like in their 30s or 40s um mm-hmm. maybe even younger but still didn't never played before um and they they know that they would enjoy gaming they want to get into it but they obviously mm-hmm. don't want to buy a platform a pc or a console yes um just to try out gaming right mm-hmm. so we have quite a lot of people coming in here which was surprised to me personally but we have quite a lot of people who would do that you would come down you know them with their spouse maybe with their like Young, with their child or whatever, yes. sit down, uh, play some games, and see if they can get into it. You know, try to understand it, try to get into it, to understand why people play it. it, it maybe they'll enjoy it. Yeah. Now, the issue with that, I realized, is while we would have li- loved to cater to that crowd, mm-hmm. the issue with that is, and that's my issue with the direction of where gaming is going, mm-hmm. they make it so difficult for you to start to play a game. Right. Although those games are free, mm-hmm. they make it impossible for a person 
coming from the street to enjoy um, enjoy playing the game because you need to go through multiple registrations, confirmations, verifications. Mm-hmm. Um, they they make you wait. They make you go outside to catch signal to get message to verify things. For you. Um, when it comes to paid games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's even more complicated because right, yeah. we have accounts, for example, at our venue that we give out to people to try, yes. to try to try play a game that they may not have pre-purchased, um, and it will it will usually take like fifteen to twenty minutes for them to set up. Even if somebody is helping them out, if somebody is not helping them out, it'll take half an hour for them to set up. Yeah, or they may just um, just passionate to even try doing it because it's- exactly, exactly. You know, like how do you ever get into gaming if you are not a gamer to start with. I, I really don't, I really f- find it very frustrating and, and fascinating at the same time because despite all that, there are still people who get into gaming, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, so so to your question is, that that's I think our, our third uh, preferred audience, I'll say, mm-hmm. uh, which we want to start working a little bit more towards. Because mm-hmm. um, I, you know, it's, I think as part of our mission is also not just to have a place for gamers, but to also have Bring more gamers into the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, build a bigger. Although, like London, in London, you know, or in England in general, yes. most people play games, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it'll be it'd be very cool to to be a place where people can discover games and you know get into that industry, get into the community stuff, stuff of things. It does a lot for the industry, I think. Okay, I see. So I think what you're doing is quite amazing, honestly. Like, so when you're saying of how it's not just only for gamers, but it's also to possibly potentially unlock. They're in a gaming cell. Convert, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like know. a church, convert into gaming. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and to your point, to be honest, that's that's the fourth, I'd say, profile that at least we've noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just people coming in and and they have a computer at home. Um, they don't really need to don't need to pay extra money to play games, yeah. but they prefer to separate their entertainment mm-hmm. from. You know, for example, let's say you're like a 35 year old guy who has two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you're not going to play games at home. You're not going to relax. Yes. We'll have people come down here. Uh, they just switch off after work, play mm. some games, then go home and, you know, and, and then and go back to their, like, you know, normal day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like this, you separate entertainment from home. You get to have a home, and then you have something that you do for yourself. Like, some people would go and, you know, meditate or do yoga or do whatever. Yes. It's kind of like... That's another thing. That's another way of looking at it. Uh, because I think if you have if you have access to a PC at home at your fingertips, it's not the same as going somewhere doing stuff. So it's yeah. not an activity anymore when you do that. Yeah. Because you can just. It's almost like you sort of you can just do it at any point in time. You may not even be able to relax as much as you. So it's it, it, again, it depends on the personality of the person. Some people would prefer the the former, but. I think I definitely get it. I think what you're saying is like, you know, how, as you said, separating a place where you can really distress. Yeah, you know, exactly. In comparison to... Switch off. Doing. Yeah, switch off. And this is the socializing event. You may not be bringing your friend in, but you have other people that is interested into what you're doing as well in terms of gaming. Yeah. Exactly. Right? As well as home is more a lone soldier. Right. Yeah. Um, it's not too special anymore. It's a normal thing. But if I come here, it's more special because I'm coming to an actual place. You know, I get to try out different games. I get to experience. I have a gaming laptop. 
I know for sure a gaming computer such as what you provide here is much more high powered to and the performance that it will give to what I may get at home. So yeah. an idea. Yeah. I mean, I think there's plenty. There's plenty of reasons to choose to game elsewhere. Mm. Um, it's just well, this is the combination that works for people really at the end of the day. And I think it's our job to figure out where that is and you know, how to monetize this. Because one thing we don't want to, you know, I feel like in London for any kind of entertainment, you have to pay extortionate prices. Right. Yes. So our business model is based on frequency and loyalty rather than mm. bringing someone here, making them pay a hundred whatever pounds for a day. For us, it's, you know, if you can, if, if you like come, come down to a new meta once a week and you spend like 10, 20 pounds, get play it for a bit maybe get a drink get get some get some food all for like a pretty low price mm-hmm. um and you keep coming back that's where we can be profitable and we're happy customers happy nobody like people have access to cheap well cheap affordable i would say entertainment mm-hmm. at their fingertips mm-hmm. um more than once a year so that's kind of so, yeah, it's like a, instead of spending how much you may do in a pub, at least you can still get a drink here and also get some more entertainment. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like in the pub exactly. or a bar, they most likely only have that little slot machine kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right? What is your vision in the future of this? So we want to be a place where gamers, mm-hmm. um, whether they're serious gamers, content creators, uh, casual mm-hmm. gamers who just like games and you know, you, you find you find yourself in in a lot of situations. Wow. Well, me personally, where you know I wouldn't consider myself a serious gamer. I only started playing at the age of twenty five. So now being thirty, I you know this isn't necessarily a community where I can share my passion, effectively, my hobby. None of well, almost none of my friends play games, so none of them. There isn't really a lot of social. I mean, it's not like I, my my life doesn't revolve all around gaming, but I would love mm-hmm. to have a few friends. I have a friend that, that I talk games to, but even then, you know, there's just not a community that I can kind of like dive in and you know, mm-hmm. talk games and stuff. There is now because of New Meta, but mm-hmm. so I my goal is that in every area, there's a local community um, of gamers where you can go and be yourself, basically. Yes, play games, do content. Network with other people. Um, if you, yeah, if you're if you're like if you're just a guy who just wants to sit down and play games and not let anyone else bother you, mm-hmm. that's up to you. If you want to participate in tournaments, events, uh, competitions, up to you. If you want to build. If you want to, you know, gain new audience as a streamer. Here, if you want to uh, start the streaming career, but you don't have a way to do it, yes. come here. Um, which is why the streaming booth is for really what we're saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's that's that I would say is the goal for that's that I would say is our mission, right? To just have like a like a single place mm-hmm. where anyone who does has anything to do with gaming and wants to be part of that community mm-hmm. can come and have to find something for themselves. So our long term perspective, our long term goal, our long term um, hope is that uh, we can add things here and there. We can, you know, if we ever get to move into a bigger venue or open a bigger venue, I'd love for there, for there to be, um, you know, a bit of a co-working space so that mm-hmm. gaming professionals can spend time there. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's also a, a space for just playing, a place for just tournaments, space for food and drinks, space for uh, streamers, 
where all the streamers can sit together, do their own streaming in their own privacy, but then mingle and communicate and stuff like that. So that's kind of that's kind of the goal. I think the other the other sort of long term strategy for us is to develop our brand um, as, an, as an online brand as well. Um, the way I see this is it's a bit like how I receive what esports teams do. Mm-hmm. They um, you know, they, they play in tournaments, they compete, but really they're just building a brand. Mm-hmm. A brand so that they expose to more and more people other brands. Basically. Now, I think, well, that's fine. Um, I think we can kind of adopt that model a little bit, um, but without actually being a competitive brand, just being a brand. Yes. And um, support that by having physical venues, mm-hmm. online presence, where we do, we're basically... Your physical venues where you create content, you create, you know, tournaments, people come in and stream from. Mm -hmm. You basically create a bunch of content, put it online. Mm -hmm. People follow that online content because for the sake of content, for the sake of entertainment. Yes. And then if they ever wanted to be part of a community where that stuff happens, where that stuff is created, they come to a physical venue. So it's kind of like this ecosystem where it's both online and offline, mm-hmm. um, but both places can exist in isolation mm-hmm. or exist better together. Yeah, it makes it better intertwined. Yeah. Okay. No, I think that's quite amazing. Yeah. So I haven't known any other gaming like industries where does this type of thing to have streaming involved. But, you know, that's one thing I think you allow. Do you encourage them to come here to also do that instead of doing it at home? Because most streamers they do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A a bit of a plot, if you don't mind. So basically, this is kind of, speaking of streaming, this is what we started doing recently. So we have our own little Twitch channel. Well, we decided that, because we we talked a lot about what we're going to do with with streaming, right? Mm -hmm. First, it was just, okay, here, let's just have some good equipment, private space where people can come in and stream. Mm -hmm. That, I think, it has some potential, but it's not really what we want to do. We say, okay, how about we do this? How about we, we position ourselves as our Twitch channel? Being a place to discover new and existing uh, content creators. Mm-hmm. So the idea is whether you are you've never streamed in your entire life, but mm-hmm. you are very good at a game that you play, mm-hmm. or you're just decent, or you're just a nice personality. Whether you have a hundred followers on Twitch, two hundred followers, or two hundred thousand followers, mm-hmm. we want people to go on our channel and be able to discover new people every day. New or returning people, okay, but, so it's kind of like a, essentially what I said. It's like a discovery channel mm-hmm. for for streamers, for personalities, for content. <laughs> From the streamers' perspective, it's twofold, right? From one perspective, you get a um, good equipment, private place, away from home. Maybe it's better equipment than you have at home. Maybe you don't have equipment at home at all. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just something new to try. From the other perspective you get to expose yourself to an entirely different audience. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas at home, you'll just be doing it to this, in your own channel, you've just been doing it to the same audience all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, whoever's listening, if you are a streamer, or if you're an aspiring streamer, or you want to be a streamer, uh, just reach out to a new meta, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll hook you up, we'll get, we'll get you down, we'll give you like a four or five hour free streaming session. Um, and yeah. Oh, and uh, what is your Twitch channel's name? Uh, it is New Meta Arena. New Meta Arena. Yeah, take that one there. <laughs> Alright, amazing. Alright. Oh, one as well. Thank you for sharing for that. Everything. So the other ones as well is going to be 
what are your thoughts on gaming being in the Olympics esports? Uh, you know what the problem is, I think? Mm-hmm. Uh, is chess in, in Olympics or not yet, right? No, not yet, but I know. But they're, they've, been trying to, they've been trying to do it. Yeah. Well, so as soon as chess in there, I think there's a way for esports to be in, in the Olympics. But the, the fundamental problem with esports in the Olympics is, <clears throat> yeah. like, there are so many different titles. Mm-hmm. You got League of Legends, you got Dota 2, you yes. got Counter-Strike, you got Valorant, you got Apex, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah. You yeah. got hundreds of them, right? Mm-hmm. So... How do you choose? It's true. Like, there's just... There's, you you have, to, have to be one game, right? For the Olympics. To start with, at least. Mm. So how do you choose? You, you, you go with the one that makes most money, mm-hmm. then you go for Dota 2. You go with the one with most viewership, then you go for League of Legends. You go with one with the most... Uh, the biggest game, that would probably have to be, like, probably Call of Duty or something, right? In yeah. terms of, like, monetary value. So you can't... We can't really choose. But it would make more sense is to have an E-Olympics. Like eSports in general. So, yeah. essentially, like Olympics, right? Yeah. Different sports... Uh, but all come together at the same time, mm-hmm. you can do that. I think that would make more sense. I think that, I agree, yeah. I didn't feel about like that as well because, yeah, there's so many different type of games that, to this day, they're always having new competition, new viewership. So, like, you know, when the game, you know, Multiverses? Yeah. So that Multiverses came in and that put in itself in a different category of the same category of Super Smash Bros. Yeah. And even Brawlhalla even as well, quite, quite strangely, yeah, right? exactly. So, yeah, there's always going to be new games and I'm guessing Olympics are not always going to be able to incorporate all mm. of those people every single time. Exactly. You know, so I think, yeah, I think it's quite interesting. All right, so my next question is going to be like, is what is your thoughts of the gaming industry and how big it is and why do you think it got this big? Yeah, it was about the game. It was about the gaming industry of like how big it got. So yeah, so, so it depends. It depends what you look at. But the gaming industry is massive, right? It's so so big as far as entertainment goes. It's the biggest one out there, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, how big is esports? I think comparatively to gaming itself, it's actually kind of tiny. Yeah, it's still tiny. It's still you know? young. It's, exactly, it's still very young. It's tiny. I think it has so much space to grow. I think of it as. Uh, Esports is definitely going to be as big as football at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's ever going to overtake football because it's just an a lot of people DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, unless football starts declining in popularity, or football, basketball does start declining in popularity, yeah. I don't think ever esports is going to overtake it. No, I think it's just going to be it's not going to overtake. Wise, just because of how like football and other sports has been growing in long, very. For example, like the older yeah. audiences yeah. and everything, exactly. I would say for the new generation, such as myself and such as others that come here, you know, that's where they're going to be categorized in e, the E Olympics, as you probably yeah. say. Yeah, exactly. Instead, exactly. You know, exactly. But I think from the rate of it, it looks like in some cases that it could catch up the same numbers, but not necessarily overtake. There will always be that there, there are fans for specifically for football. And there'll be fans specifically for esports or e Um, I don't necessarily think that's going to be. Uh, I don't necessarily think that's going to stay that way in terms of. Uh, well, you know, they're not mutually exclusive. I think yeah. they can totally be exclusive. The diff. I think that the not the issue. That's not called the issue. Esports is. There's a few roadblocks. I think in front of esports, one from one, for one. There's just this psychological kind of, mm-hmm. you know, it's there's still at some countries not as socially acceptable 
you know, gaming is a waste of time, or like, like why are you, are you a child, yeah, are you yeah. a nerd, whatever, you know, those sort of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're slowly but surely going away. Yes. I don't know how long it will take for people to, to, to kind of just be a bit more open-minded. But, I mean, I'm, I'm sure people are, you know, it's like as a ch- like when you tell a child, then don't play video games, it's a waste of time, go yeah. instead play football, it affects children right yeah, absolutely. when you grow up you feel a little bit more you're not inclined you're not as inclined just to to talk to your friends about games right because mm. you are to talk to them about football or whatever unless you know those people are also playing the same game you are the same kind yeah. of like level of passion mm. um obviously the fact that <clears throat> the gaming industry has so much money in it mm-hmm. uh, helps a lot because as much money is in it a lot of that money goes into marketing yeah. And that changes people's perspective, mm-hmm. obviously. Now, the other roadblock, I would say, is um, the profession mm-hmm. um, as an industry to work in. Uh, you start off with, uh, and I think that's changing much faster than anything else. You know, just esports professional, esports players yes. and make insane amounts of money. Cool. And I think that's that makes exactly a big right. difference. That's why people might start pushing towards their kids picking up a sport because they see there's it's actually a career where you can actually yeah there's um, monetary change. value in it that's why people compare it to the actual yeah football sports yeah exactly exactly yeah. but there's also another side to this um don't think uh people who are not involved in the esports industry understand that if you don't make it as a player mm-hmm. there's a huge career out there that you can there's a huge amount of career opportunities in there as well yeah, still yeah you can um, like essentially, like if you think about it, any gaming-related business will have marketing, HR, uh, fulfillment, um, sales, partnerships, yeah. things like that. All of those things, yeah. exactly the same stuff that legal, you know, exactly the same things that any other company would have. Mm-hmm. So people need to kind of start understanding that if sure. if, you, if your child is passionate about gaming, or if you are passionate about gaming, and you don't make it as a player, it's not game over by any stretch, right? If anything, yeah. it's a lot easier. You get to become a paralegal at a at an esports organization, and it is then it would be to become a paralegal at a football club. Yes. So if anything, by niche career, you're more likely um, to become a, a respectable professional mm-hmm. in that niche industry. Right. That's kind of how I think about it. Yeah. Um, I know that doesn't really go. But answer your question but no, no, I, think, no, I, think I think i think it's pretty big i think there's a lot of like systemic things that needs to change um versus perception of gaming and what it does for people and the you know people need to understand that it's a, an industry that you can build a career in quite yeah. easily um and at least you're always going to be in the industry that you're passionate about yeah so yeah, i think that's quite interesting actually honestly and that's it's true not that many people knows that because esports is still young we know right yeah. so we have to understand i went into i went into because we partnered up with like screen screen they spoke about like it's not just you as a player you have to be a player to be involved in esports as you just yeah. mentioned they have a whole team of different aspects like if you just have a profession or a skill incorporated into an esports team mm. such as like for example like a therapist a psychologist they can be in a team of esports and actually get to the heart of the issue exactly going through. Exactly. you know it doesn't have to be making up as a player yeah yeah precisely it's like it's the same as like a, uh, with football uh, you don't have to be a 
footballer, you can possibly even be a football manager, and that's still yeah. quite an important role yeah, exactly. in itself. Exactly. Right? So, no, absolutely. Thank that's you. a really good topic. Yeah. You've been listening to the Tech London Show. If you're interested in joining the community or even making an appearance on this show, make sure you join our Slack group over at techlondon.io. Till next time.